Brazil never fails, and we saw why once again. The battle between Mercedes and Red Bull heats up even more on and off the track. Mercedes think the FIA may be out to get them, and Sir Lewis Hamilton showed us why he is the greatest of all time. Let's jump the start. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Jump to Star Racing Podcast. My name is Wellington. I'm here with two of my closest friends. Yes, he say hello. Oh, now we're close, huh? We can go back to... Hi. Ruben? What's going on, guys? You guys... You gave me the death stare. You guys... <laughs> ah, okay. Well, but maybe by the end of the season, we'll be close. <laughs> guys, I want to welcome, welcome everybody in. Uh, we're visible on YouTube, Jump to Start Racing Podcast. We are on many, many podcast platforms. If you are listening, please drop a review. A couple Thumbs stars. Up. Ruben's very enthusiastic about that. Thumbs up. Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Those are our primary platforms. Again, YouTube, Jump to Start Racing Podcast, and at Jump to Start F1, Twitter, and Instagram. Ruben, how was your weekend, my man? It was pretty good. So some racing yesterday? Home? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys didn't want to go to the bar, but, you know, I stood home. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Yancy. Great weekend. Great weekend. Why great? Full of racing. Mm. Full of F1. Mm. Had the sprint race. What was it? Qualifying sprint, on Friday. Sprint qualifying. Sprint qualifying on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Which was great. Oh, yeah. Then we got the Grand Prix on Sunday. What a Grand Prix it was. Yeah, it was a great weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, maybe we should get into that. Ruben, hit the uh, race review. Gentlemen, a short view back to the past. 20 years ago. No, it was 30. See, I messed it up like right away in the first thing. Dude. I got to do it before the end of the year. I know, from memory. Three races I can't left. Read it. The story of qualifying wasn't even the qualifying itself. But, okay, so Hamilton finished first place in qualifying. That's where he landed. Behind him was Verstappen. Third was Bottas. Fourth was Perez, correct? I, well, let me just verify that. Yes, correct. So after qualifying was completed, they obviously, they do the, uh, FIA does the scrutineering where they just make sure that, Everyone's within the sporting regulations for Formula One. They discovered that Hamilton's rear wing, when DRS is open, the gap between, I guess, the top portion of that wing, where, where it opens, the gap where it opens, was too wide, thus disqualifying him from qualifying, knocking him all the way back from, we'll call it pole position for the sprint qualifying, to the rear of the grid. And then on top of that, Max Verstappen doing his Inspector Max, uh, uh, I Inspector guess, shtick. Yes, Inspector Seb teaching Inspector Max how to do it or not so much. No, he definitely did, took the wrong lessons. Keep going. Secured a, um, <laughs> secured a $50,000, 50,000 euro or is it pound? 50,000, I'll call it euro uh, penalty. Euro, yes. For even touching 
Hamilton's car. car. What do we think of, Yancy, what do you think of that first penalty, the Hamilton penalty? But the penalty was brought up by the FIA checking the car or they were alerted to check the car? No, it was, it's a, it's a check that they do every week. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just so, their regular scrutiny. So if, gotcha. you, if you saw the coverage on, on Sky F1. Do you have ha- Sky? Huh? You have Sky? I do. Wow. Don't tell me how I get it, but I got it. <laughs> um, so if you watch the coverage, they have, so it's a normal test that they do every weekend just to check the gap. But not only, not only do they check the gap, they have to check also the force because obviously the wings are flexible. So I think the regulation is it has to be 57 or 58 millimeters. Um, 85. Eight, oh, 80, wow, I'm way off. 85 millimeter opening, but um, uh, you also have to push through with like 10 newton meter force. So they have like this disc. It looks like a pizza cutter almost. It's like a sponge disc and they have to push it very hard and if it goes through at all with ease, then it's, it's too much flex. It's too much. Fl- it's too much flex, basically. Um, so it's not necessarily that the gap was wide. It was that it was it was it was it wasn't enough holding it in. It was it wasn't sturdy enough. So immediately, that's grounds for disqualification. For disqualification. So why didn't you put tape on it? Well, the the know, the uh, um. The argument Mercedes had was that the part was broken. Um, it got broken, I guess. Compromised. You know, compromised during the session. So they, you know, they would. Right. They thought that they would be able just to fix it, but it right. was already in park Fermi. So they weren't. Didn't then they say that Max broke it with his hands? Well, that's that's why you don't touch the cars. Um, Jeez, I don't know. I don't like know. If it, I don't know if it went that far. I don't think you could break it that easily. But that's the reason why you don't touch the car is because you go in and you start touching things, and then all of a sudden, you know, they could you could blame it on the team. Right. What does mom tell you when you're a kid? You're yeah, in the store. I, don't touch it. But I think that they. <laughs> <laughs> I got smacked a couple of times. Bow, bow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the um, they they also determined that Max couldn't. Wouldn't be able to just, you know, break it. His claw hand? Yeah, he wouldn't be able to, you know, yeah, to break it. He's not the Incredible Hulk. He's super max, but he's not the Incredible Hulk. Uh, So, I mean, that's exactly what it is. They put the wheel through there and went through. So even before the weekend started, we were alerted to the fact that Lewis Hamilton was going to be taking an engine penalty for another internal combustion engine, went to Hunt's Point. About Valtteri told him it's guy, you know they, they got came him. out. Yeah, he's got a guy. Another five place grid grid place penalty, five grid place penalty, and then Say on top, again. what's up? Say it again. Five grid place penalty. Okay. Yeah. Just okay. Sure you said it right. Okay. The third time was right. <laughs> <laughs> so beyond the fact of this disqual- disqualification, wherever he finished on Saturday, he was going to have to fall back those five places. Mm-hmm. But saving grace or redeeming factor, his pace was out of control on Friday. I think he was a good four tenths up on Max at the end, like uh, on in uh, Q three. So, I think the risk that he took at the beginning of the race was what helped out the most, because I think he, he took 
what ended up being supposed like a like an outer line on the first turn, and by that he overtook like four cars just doing that. Right, but we're talking about qualifying. qualifying. Oh, qualifying, my bad. Qualifying. Okay, sorry. Got I told you it was an exciting weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so many things to talk so about. So much drama. Uh, all right, so, yeah, the pace was out of control um, to the point where the Red Bull camp was nervous about what are they, you know, where are they going to be able to show. But beyond that, sprint qualifying. All right, so this That's was... two qualifying sessions in a row that the Mercedes dominates. And, like, way. completely. Completely. Yes. Like, and, and not by close margins either, like, completely dominate them. And they only took the new engine in one of them. Yeah. Yeah, so... So this straight-line speed is insane. Bananas in pajamas. Yeah. I mean, obviously, through... I think the... the through sector two, the the Red Bull oh, yeah. would make oh, up can. a lot of the time, but their straight line speed is insane. So that bodes well for them in the upcoming tracks. Sprint qualifying. The experiment is over. Three sessions in. Uh, Silverstone, Monza, and now here in uh, Brazil. So overall, what did you guys think? All three now, hindsight, looking back. What did you guys think as final thoughts on the sprint qualifying experiment, Ruben? I think it's an awesome add to the weekends. And they're actually, you know, the three points and all the other stuff. So bring more. The, the way they want to do it, they want to have... They wanna, sorry, sorry. That they want <laughs> to have the mic. <laughs> yeah, my bad. That they want to have more. Um, if they keep... Brazil, obviously in Brazil, it's already the third time. So probably you could say maybe that's like a small system to do it. And actually, in Brazil, was you could say maybe it was a little smoother to do. Mm-hmm. And if they keep going that way and make it better, make it better. Practice it? makes perfect. Yeah, there you go. Well, remember that the... They want to do eight next year or something, right? They're going to do six. Six, there you go. The, the end goal was to shake up the grid going into Sunday. So the grand and bring fans. Well, can you... Wait. The goal is to shake up the grid, basically. That's what we're trying to do. And I think in all three instances, the events on Saturday have qualified in shaking up the grid more or less for for the Grand Prix on Sunday. So you have the issue that happened in qualifying on Saturday with, with I mean, on Friday with Hamilton taking the penalty. Mm-hmm. You have this amazing spectacle of Lewis starting from the back and ending up in P five, which was which made that race the sprint qualifying. The sprint qualifying made it ten times better. Um, it also showed you more or less where the cars at as far as pace, and we saw the Mercedes clearly had the advantage this weekend. Um, and then come on Sunday, obviously you had Hamilton moving up the field, but he still had another five grade. Uh, a five place grid penalty because he had to take the engine. You did see some people move up, you know, in the order. I think it. There's some tweaks that have to be made, but overall, I think it's a positive experience for F1. And if we get it at a few races, I think it'll be okay. It doesn't work at every track. No, that's what. But I mean. at the tracks that they did have it, it it does work. And I think. Remember, again, I keep repeating this over and over, with the new rules coming, the cars could follow better. And we've seen that if cars can follow better and they can overtake, it makes for better racing. I'm with it. Uh, I thought, yeah, pretty much exactly what Yancy thought. 
how about we beat them up a lot? But how about Boras won two out of the three sprint qualifying races? Did what he had to do. Did what he had to do. He kept the extra point away from Verstappen, kept the extra points away from Red Bull as a constructor, which is starting to now it even get into more more into play. Um we beat him up a lot. Yeah. Bottas. Correct. Everybody beats him up, to be honest. Like, I beat him up. Bottas is the man. <laughs> Look at this guy, man. Charles Leclerc is shaking his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listening to this garbage. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. You guys have been shitting on Bottas, basically. Mm-hmm. Excuse my language. And I've been telling you that the guy, he's not going to be a Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen caliber driver, but he's a good team driver. And when they need him, he's there. And he's shown in the past two races how valuable he can be. Mm. Okay? As a number two driver. He's a good number two driver. He's not a number one driver. Awesome number two driver. Huh? He's an awesome number two driver. My man won the qualify the sprint qualifying race. He also took a fastest lap point last last, last week, week. Uh, in Mexico. He won the previous sprint qualifying. Dude is a monster. Come on, Botas. Go, Botas. Come on, bro. Botas. Botas is the man. Y'all gotta stop it, man. The guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> he's okay. a professional. He's a professional. Speaking of professional, drinks porridge. The last guy I wanted Coffee. to talk about with the sprint qualifying. Carlos freaking signs, dude. Wow. Rooting on it. Carlos freaking signs. Um, taking full advantage of Perez. I don't know where his head was at during the sprint quality, but Hamilton falling back. So obviously you want to make sure you get those valuable points now where you're fighting against McLaren. You want to squeeze out every last little bit of value you can so kudos to him kudos to ferrari who has put together what is clearly the third best car on the grid right this season yes yeah absolutely what, there, a, yeah. what a turnaround yeah the the upgrade yeah what a turnaround from going to one of the slowest cars on the straight one of the worst cars on the grid to coming back now this season and producing clearly what is the third best car on the grid and putting in consistent results along with their two great drivers. Oh, my God. Carlos Sainz. Oh, and my God. Charlie! Woo! Um, they have taken a commanding lead in the Constructors' Championship. And um, it looks good for them in the future. I just hope that they can keep up the good teamwork. There were, weren't there rumors earlier this year that uh, Carlos Sainz is only there for like a a year or two, not not a year, but like two to three years until they groom Mick Schumacher and he could come into the... He's, no, he's really putting his best foot forward here. Well, I, but Carlos Sainz is doing what he usually does. He's very consistent. He's a very cerebral driver. He's not one of those drivers that counts too much, uh, even though he's talented. But, on his talent. Yeah. But on his talent. Yeah, it's like point. more like... A, you know, drivers that count more on their talent, more like uh, Hamilton or Max Verstappen or Charlotte Claire, where they can they have a good feel for the car. Um, Carlos Sainz is not that, but um, 
he's a very cerebral driver. He thinks of the strategy. He knows what he wants out of the car, and he's very consistent. Um, he's a very consistent driver. I mean, he, I think he has the most uh, points finishes this season out of any or one of them are he has like the longest streak in points finishes this season. He's driving lights out and again I when you need a good second driver, Carlos Sainz is one of the people to go to. Who's the better second driver, him or Valtteri Bottas? Mm, right now, Bottas. uh I right now I would say Bottas, but that's just simply because I don't think Carlos Sainz has the 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 as CV you. as they say. Uh, enough of the a resume. CV, the resume, to to yeah. to compete against Bottas. Bottas has been in the, in Bottas. Not only ha, he's been in F one longer, but he's also been on a top team a lot longer than Carlos Sainz. So, um, you know, Carlos Sainz still has a ways to go, but he's definitely on his way. So I just want to confirm: Carlos Sainz has scored scored points in every race since the Styrian Grand Prix, which was the first Austrian Grand Prix. Oh. It is. The longest consecutive, um, I guess, longest streak of points scored in a race. So, mm-hmm. uh, good job. <laughs> John signs. Yes, sir. Um, Chili. Okay. The race itself. So, we had Valtteri Bottas on pole, Max second, Carlos Sainz third, Sergio Perez fourth, at the start of the race, or at the at the... I guess starting grid. Uh, first turn, just like in the sprint qualifying, Max Verstappen overtakes uh, Bodas, and we see your boy uh, Lewis Hamilton making moves. But he did that in the, in the sprint qualifying too, as well, to be able to get. All him. right. So when you were said the point earlier, which one, where were you talking in the, about? in the sprint? In the sprint race. Bring it up. No, but you, you, you guys <laughs> roll, roll with it. <laughs> it's a start yourself more. Really. <laughs> no, no, no. Even even in the sprint qualifying as well, because he also did it during the race. Lamp Hamilton at the beginning. Did you see how slow the formation lap was with him? Oh, yeah, he did it on purpose. I know, and I, but do you think that also? Helped and you know to push the field when he spent less time parked, you know, obviously because that's what. Well, he was trying to make sure that his tires were warm from the start to be able to to start, and then then that everybody else's tires are cool. So, especially at the beginning, especially all the way to the front, that they were already parked there for like. (laughs) Champion knows how to you know. No, it's just it's just the strategies that that they sometimes they pull and. That's something. That's like a Nico Rosberg move. That's something that he would do. No, because that that took me to, I think it was Robert Kubica. He said that when. When he was running in karting with Lewis, that Lewis tended to run super rich. So he, it was something affiliated to that. When at the beginning, I, I let him stand there as soon as, as much as possible, so his engine would choke a little bit. Pretty much what Lewis just did, but with mm-hmm. the tires in this instance to everybody else. Yeah, just, you know what he's doing. Yeah, those are little like. My the little, said earlier, cerebral. The, yeah, the little the, those are little things. <laughs> I thought that we were you talking about X Men. He said to get it. <laughs> That's a rebro, oh. <laughs> Professor X, bro. Oh my God! Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Ruben. That just made my day. Wow. Who would have thought? So the race itself, uh, like we just talked about, Max got off to that great start. Then he was just kind of off in the distance while um, Hamilton was clawing his way up the field. A couple of safety cars due to incidents with uh, uh, <clears throat> Yuki Sonoda, and then a virtual safety car with. Mick Schumacher. So, yeah. At the beginning, you wouldn't say that um, that for Max to get over, he pushed Bottas a little bit? 
I didn't I didn't think so. Okay. It was the same move that Boras pulled on him the day before. Okay. He just had the inside line and right? Would you agree or disagree there? Yeah, I mean it wasn't There wasn't you know, anything dirty. There wasn't anything there. dirty there. I think it was No, obviously running wide, I mean, being pushed out of the track a little bit like that didn't help him in the next turn and that's when Verstappen, you know, completely just took off because he ran wide and then Paris overtook him too because he had, you know, he had dirty tires. Yeah. I mean, you got you got to know that they're going to be right behind you anyways, <laughs> pushing. So, um, I just don't think Bottas got off to a good start like they did. So, it is what it is. Um, but, I think, uh, yeah, Bottas messed up there because he should have at least kept at least one of the rebels behind him. Um, Didn't make a difference anyway. Right. So Hamilton started 10th. Uh, he finished uh, the sprint qualifying 5th. Five, five place grid penalty. Able to start 10th. Cut his way through. Um, it was uh, surgical at this point. It wasn't, there wasn't anything really to write home about, right? There wasn't any, like, there was no battle like Alonso versus Hamilton, right? There was no. About, um, Hamilton moving his way up the field. He makes it look so easy. Yeah. Um, obviously, the pace of the car it was there. But we, you know, again, let's look back at, and this is probably the only comparison we can make because it's the same car. Bottas, when he's behind yeah. a bunch of drivers and he has to move up to the field, Bottas mostly relies on a pit stop to get yeah. him up the field. Hamilton just overtakes. So there's something to be said there. If he makes it, if there's really nothing at home to talk about, that means he made it look so easy. But that means that, again, he made it look easy. It's not that it is easy. Okay. Um, but it's just, but it's fun to watch. Yeah. Man. I think when you have a car out of place, it's just fun to watch. And he he literally. And the clean. clean yeah. Stuff. He did it so clean too. I'll tell you what. What. um you know, he got ahead and he said to the team, he said, tell Valtteri to follow me. Let's go get, Let's go get Let's these go guys. Let's go get these guys. Yep. He did that the entire weekend. He put that entire team on his back, on his back <laughs> and not only killed in regular qualifying on Friday and beat the Red Bulls by a mile, Went into the sprint qualifying in P20 and got up to P5, like a knife through butter cut through that field. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then did the same thing in the Grand Prix was, I think, what, lap six or seven, he was already up in top five? Yeah. I And then to sit together, obviously, I mean, Valtteri let him, get, let him get ahead. But then to say that, I said, tell Valtteri to follow me. Let's go get these guys. He wanted that one too, and he and he really thought that he could. And he after you know after this, not even a, a a fight from anybody in the field, basically he could have they could have gotten a one two. If both us would have been able to follow in the way Lewis said, yeah, but he's a but that's no the because thing. both us not doesn't have like that aggression that Hamilton has or the you know whatever the, the winning pedigree or whatever you want to call it you know because uh, and this is what you have when you when you rate drivers and you're and you're judging drivers on their performance you obviously you're going to judge them by what their teammates do in the same car it is the same car mm -hmm. so you clearly see that that hamilton is bringing out a lot more of that car 
you clearly see Verstappen bringing out a lot more of that Red Bull than Sergio Perez is. You can do this. You can say the same thing about uh, Leclerc and Ferrari bringing out a lot more of that car than Sainz does, even though Sainz has been driving great. And you can see it in uh, it, it, in a more pronounced way in AlphaTauri with Gasly That's and amazing. Sonoda. When you when you see how these guys, these top tier drivers, and right now we're talking about Hamilton and Verstappen, how they can just like wring everything out of that car and putting these remarkable performances. Um, it's great to see, and that's what we want to see as fans. And what Hamilton did this weekend is, you know, one, if he goes on to win the championship, this will be the turning point. Mm -hmm. But regardless of that, this weekend is going to be remembered in F1 history lore because he had one of the best weekends any driver has ever had and added to the fact that he did it not only once, but twice in two races in the same weekend. It was it was just an amazing performance. I told you, I told you guys during text while we were doing the race, it's hard not to root for this guy. It's hard not to be a fan of I agree. Him, yeah, yeah, yeah. how great he is, man. I agree. You guys stop hating on him. Whoever's hating on him, it's whoever's not out us. there, stop hating on him. Whoever's out there, enjoy this. This is a once in a lifetime experience that you're watching. You're watching greatness right in front of you. Stop hating and appreciate it. Who was it? It was something I think Lando Norris said about that Hamilton should be driving the car in three wheels because he was, he was, so <laughs> he was just, everybody else. <laughs> it was incredible how quick yeah. he was, man. And I mean, and kudos to Max for holding him back for so long. But we knew that was coming, yeah. man. They we even knew said that was coming. On, on Saturday, I think it was Brundle that said that it had gotten to the point where Hamilton had figured out a different line during the sprint qualifying to be able to get a faster exit to hit, what was it, Jung Sao or whatever that's mm -hmm. stupid. Yo, I, I swear to God, they said Jung Sao like 800 yeah, times I know. this freaking Jung Sao weekend. is at the, at the last corner. Yeah, right? Going so up. to be able to hit a different line to approach like Jung Sao, over, right? yeah, mm -hmm. and come out of it at a faster speed to be able to overtake on that, oh, on that long straight right but you know is that lock right how many <laughs> how many from he those pass him there but how many guys um brundle said it that he was like he kind of figured out a different line to take how many guys just stay in the train just stay with the same racing line without adjusting their tactics th tactics throughout the race to be able to figure something out to be able to get going past people yeah I don't no, know. not this many have a, to have like the guts to, to try something different. No. yeah i mean like i said the the best drivers in f1 history have a good feel for the car and they're able to make adjustments on the fly um and like i said you see that with hamilton you see that with verstappen i think the only guy you you see that with alonso uh and, and leclerc um and and again and this just the way he said that last the, the the overtake where he finally got ahead of max that was a two, that was like a three or four corner overtake because he set him up going in through yep, the yep. first, through after yeah. the first DRS zone just to make sure that he's close enough. And then at turn four, he got him. And right. it was Rope just, it was literally a master class in overtaking. It was one of those things where it's man. like, dude, it's not just this one corner. I've been setting you up since way back then, right. man. And what we saw, we saw it last week with Perez against Hamilton, right? We saw Perez would charge him. His battery would go, whatever. You didn't see, you saw, like Yancy said, the setup of, okay, my car is, this is what I have with my car. 
this is what Max has with his car. He's going to set up his battery to so that I don't overtake him mm-hmm. on the main street. Turn one, turn two. He's going to try and recharge. I'm going to get him right after that, just like Yancy said, in turn mm-hmm. four, because I've been setting him up this whole time. He's taking this line, so I'm going to take his. I'm a dummy. And this is all happening in milliseconds going yep, yep. 200 miles yep. an hour. That's insane. That's insane. Yep. It, and these guys are able to pull that off. It's like he went like super sane in, in this weekend. Like yeah. it was like, so, like you said, if this is now, now it's very likely or now where we thought that this fight was over. Now this is likely going down to the end. So if this guy wins this championship, there is no question in, there should not be any question in anybody's mind that this is the greatest driver in history. All time, bro. Go, in history. Go, if he wins the championship, for that, for that, for for that season review, I'm buying a goat mask and I'm wearing it the whole time. <laughs> Whoa, dude, insane! It was just wow. That was an incredible drive. It was one of those drives where it's just like, what like you to stay in awe of how good he is. I think the last time I felt that was um, when 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 Lewis was out because he got COVID and um, George Russell. George Russell stepped in. The way George Russell drove that weekend was incredibly yeah. impressive. Leaving it and all, the, all and the this table. was yeah. something similar to that. Uh, it, and listen, I, it's gonna be. I mean, obviously, we're getting ahead of ourselves. It'll be a fun matchup to see George Russell and Lewis Hamilton in the same car next year. But just appreciate what you're seeing now from Lewis, and appreciate what you're seeing from Verstappen. But that weekend, I don't even. I mean, Max has had good weekends this this year, but that weekend. This weekend that Lewis Hamilton just had was probably the best weekend any drivers had this season, at all. I mean, it was great. It was great. It was great to. It was great to see. It was a fun weekend, man. Just just watching that was insane. I, I think this is the like the the you know the little bit of energy that that, that Mercedes needed because even the way Toto Wolf felt regarding the you know no, the when he he waved at the camera and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. So even that was part of like part of like everything to wake up even the whole team. Yeah, man. So Rebel better watch out. These are one of these things where it's like, yeah, I'm putting my team on the back, and we see these and, guys are and, awake now. You know, we see it here in American sports. We see it with basketball. We see it with baseball. See it with Tom Brady. You see it with Tom Brady. I'm just gonna yo, just fo- follow me, bro. Follow me. Let's get good. these guys. Put his team Abu on Dhabi the back. Might mean, might mean something this year, but <laughs> <laughs> it will. And... And it's gonna be a party. Is that hard? <laughs> that was that was such that was such a great drive by Lewis, man. I, a great weekend, like, yeah. and they even said it. He took twenty five, yeah, yeah twenty five places in grid penalty, and they he still won the race. Um, so that clash, I'm gonna call it the clash when they when he tried to overtake Max on the outside the first time, tried to overtake Max on the outside of turn one, Max. Hit the brakes really, really late uh, to be able to pull ahead of him and then kind of didn't really turn into the turn. Max says, oh, my tires were worn. I had to take a safe, you know, safe line. I didn't have the grip. Obviously, uh, once the stewards came out and said that there's not going to be any penalty, Hamilton, of course, of course, no investigation. Of course. What did, Ruben, what did you think of that whole well, we have to give credit to both drivers. Like I think Rebel, this Mexico, it was the same way as well. It's shown that Max is so comfortable in this car 
that he's able to break so late and not locked up. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Actually. So that was yeah. that that yeah, right there was like, right. <laughs> he missed the apex. Like, yeah. like he yeah. actually said that he missed the apex. His tires were worn, and then whatever. But you're right. I think things like what happened yesterday between Hamilton and and Max have to happen so we could have a little more energy or more excitement within the race. Mm-hmm. You know, we still have to see Verstappen on board to. Determining, you know, whatever, whatever, didn't you know, it, it, it didn't happen. Yeah, there was no onboard. So the camera was out. Exactly. Yeah. So the camera just turned. I believe if that's the exactly roles... what happened. The camera just turned <laughs> at that moment. Yeah. Right. You serious? I swear. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm that... pretty sure they have a shot yeah, yeah. there, but it was. But if the roles would have been turned, mm. Max would not gone out. They would have crashed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Lewis went. He saw. Hey, I go, yeah. Lewis is, is an aggressive, a super aggressive driver, but also a safer driver. So meaning he he knows he has a bunch of laps left. He knows who's he's, he's exactly. Racing. He knows so who's if racing. that would have been Max in Lewis' position, they would have crashed. Yes, and they would have been out. Yeah, and, but advantage who to, in that case? Advantage Red Bull because yeah, they are leading yeah. and they were leading by twenty something points up to that point. But uh, go ahead. The way it was because remember early in the race was it was it early in the race? Or the sprint qualifying that both Ferraris went out as well, so that corner is known for people going out as well. Mm-hmm. So the only, it's tough to you know. The only way I'm just glad both drivers came out, you know, and they were able to continue and, and give us more action. For first of all, that was definitely a penalty. Did I want to see a penalty there? No, because then the the outcome of the race would not would have depended on somebody getting a penalty instead of actually Lewis Hamilton overtaking him on the track, which did happen. But that was a penalty. Why? Because Max Mm -hmm. was going into that corner. He broke late knowing that maybe he could not make that corner. Now, we don't know if he actually, you know, turned the wheel this way or, or was actually trying to make or, or correct it. it. It's a very it's very much a possibility he was t- he had too much speed going into the corner. He couldn't correct it in time and he was trying to, but he was just he had too much speed. He didn't have the grip. That's fine. But we can't see a steering angle. Oh, the camera's turned. Well, the camera's turned. <laughs> the camera or we just or they're just not going to show it. But but the, the, honestly, the, the, the total thing. But I'll tell you what. Turned. If if it was something where if he had made kind of made the corner and he would have stayed on the track, mm-hmm. he would have stayed on the track and he would have pushed Lewis off. I think they would have probably it, it, it was that would have probably been more of a penalty, more of a call for a penalty than anything because he actually made the corner and then pushed Lewis out. But since both of them went out, I think the stewards were like, "All right, both of them went it. out. Nobody really gained an advantage," which they shouldn't be doing that, but. At the end of the day, he did push Lewis out because Lewis clearly had the corner going in, go, you know, was ahead going into that corner. You think it was definitely a penalty? I think it was a penalty. With 2021 F1 stewards, do you think that was a penalty? Yeah. My opinion is no, because they haven't been calling that all year. All year, guys have been pushing each other out. And there's the only time it's been called was in Austria, where, what was it, Paris got a penalty? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only time. In Silverstone, it was not a penalty. When, Granted, they, they collided, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a penalty. There was, uh, there was another one. Lewis and Hamp? And, and there was Max? a penalty. There was a penalty. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, I'll take it back. <laughs> <laughs> you got 10 seconds for that. Yeah, you got a penalty. I, think, I don't think that, if not for the severity of that accident, I don't think it would have been a penalty. But I think that they've just been kind of letting it go all year. Letting them race? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what Red Bull t- said right away. Especially those two. They've just been letting them go at it. But I think, Ruben, you're 100% right. That Had it been Max, he would have just crashed right into him. Just forget it. I don't care. But it would have. if he could wipe out Lewis, it would be an advantage to him because now it's one less lean. race of potential yeah. points and a race in which Hamilton had the faster car. Yeah, but it could have gotten, gotten him a penalty for the next race. Put if the Williams came out. Advantage also. Take a new engine. <laughs> Shout out to the real MVP of the race. Who's that? FIA Radio, Michael Massey. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the sarcasm. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you the <laughs> the most consistent performer. Yeah. On any F one. No excitement. Just Stone Cold. Has Michael FIA Radio. It doesn't even have to be Michael Mann. This is when, when we see FIA Radio with the teams. <laughs> this is good, boy. And there, and there, you see them, you see them complaining like, so we can crowd this driver up the field. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we're just looking at it. Yeah. Oh, that's when that's let when us, it happened too with Kimi and Alonso, like last race or two races ago. Yeah. Well, now it was, listen, we're, we're so looking we're allowed at to it. overtake now. Thank <laughs> you for like letting me board. know. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy sounded like I don't know. It wasn't Michael Massey. He sounded like Kermit. It was like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was great. I mean, listen, that, that that that's the best thing that they've done as to far as the ratings? broadcast. It's just <laughs> FIA radio, dude. This is great. This just adds a little bit, another layer of it drama. Like, it's like a salt bay watching these <laughs> salt bay on top wa- watching these teams just bitch and moan about calls. And FIA be like, yeah, we're looking at it. Yeah. So is that like what we call the part you of the drama of the soap opera? You can tell. Yeah, well, yeah, because this is exactly <laughs> what it is. It is a soap opera. This is like, this is this is like Netflix but live. Okay, and and you can and tell that episode. you can tell Michael Massey's just over it. He's like, yeah, whatever, dude. We're looking at it. Leave me alone. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so there was no penalty, no investigation. <laughs> Yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> My comments. <laughs> oh man. That reminds me of the ball drop. But anyway, the no investigation needed, as you said. And it was one of those, of course, from Hamilton. Uh what do we think of the FIA and their behavior towards Mercedes in this race? As far as like the weekend as a whole? Yeah. Is there is there collusion? It was definitely not the weekend for them to be sitting next to each other on the table. Listen, man. Rules are rule. The, so the rules to are rule them. for qualifying. I agree. Yeah. Rules are rule for Hamilton not having a seatbelt in. Understand, even though that doesn't apply to Leclerc. Understood. <laughs> Hater. Yes. But the no investigation thing, that's not. Yeah, that. I mean, listen, at, at least investigated and then. Come out with some substantial evidence where they didn't even look at Max's Max, onboard. That's what I'm saying. It this at least an, at least an investigation. Um, the the rear wing thing, like I said, it's it's a tech it's a it's a technical regulation. A rules a rule. I, um, if they got the little the pizza slice thing. If it goes through, it goes through. <laughs> so pretty much is you get disqualified. It's Mercedes' fault. For making a a better a car that was so good, no, no, a better a better carbon fiber could, could flex a little more than the Red Bull instead of breaking. Mm-hmm. No, but so it they was, could allow him to put tape. 
but, uh, but if, they, if they put up in a little mustard, it will break. Then they will we could put tape and we're good to go. See, but because that, that, that's the discrepancy. <laughs> this is what people roofing tape. <laughs> this is, for example, that that part failed on them, right? I, I think it was in in Mexi Mexico. It was in Mexico where yeah, yeah, yeah. the. <laughs> <laughs> this is an inside joke. <laughs> um, or Mexico, where the rear wing failed, and they were constantly reinforcing it, and it's three... Um, are you guys even listening to me? <laughs> yeah, we're listening. Sorry. <laughs> so how many layers of tape did they put on it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm um, sorry. Right. <laughs> so yeah, you, you, it's three races in a row where where Red Bull is constantly like trying to fix their wing during a session, and they the FIA That's hasn't, right. hasn't told them That's anything. That's right. They had the I think they did it in the US too, no? Yeah, yes. but the the Red Bull argument there is that it, it wasn't in park firming or it's during a session, so they're able to fix it, especially for safety reasons. I would think that would fall into the same issue if a part gets damaged, if it's a rear wing for safety issues. Yeah, let me get a chance to fix it. Um, and it wasn't like that they were, on the FI, they did state that it wasn't done intentionally. It was just that the part failed, but I guess since it failed during a session and they okay. couldn't fix it and then it went into scrutineering and it didn't, you know, it, it failed the test. It sucks. Yeah. They, they, yeah, it could be a little bit unfair. I mean, just stating so, it back, just stating it back right but now. I, I, I want to couple that with. I think we talked about it a little bit last week. I want to couple that with coming into the season. The FIA changed the regulation to favor high-rate cars, like the Red Bull style. They f they moved away from what Mercedes was doing. And it's almost like, okay, how can we litigate away the Mercedes so advantage? Yeah, so that we have closer racing. So it's like, ah. Uh, that, that, Tinfoil hat on, turns. Yeah. yeah. Tinfoil hat time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. It just feels a little weird. It I'm gonna buy a, a tinfoil hat and I'm gonna put like one of those coat hangers right above it <laughs> for you, bro. <laughs> so the little do, 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 come to you. Okay, we gotta talk about other people in this race. Uh, Perez and Bottas. I think they that fight is is getting good now, right? We can honestly say like they're they're pretty evenly matched at this point. Yeah. I don't think so. I think Paris is better than Bottas. Nah. When it comes to, to the race, no. racing and fighting, there. yeah, no. I think I think Bottas caught a break with the virtual safety car. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, if not, he wouldn't have been able to overtake him that easy. Would Paris have won that sprint qualifying? No. Well, I mean, the question then becomes: Would Bottas have won it if Hamilton was still there? Probably not. Or, no. or probably, we've seen him. If Hamilton was there, Bottas would have came in second, or most third. Right? Um, at least third. Mm -hmm. okay. My men went from 20th to 5th. There's a reason why Valtteri Bottas is third in the Drivers' Championship and Sergio Perez is fourth. Mm -hmm. Right? It's 203 to 178. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay? They're in very similar cars. Granted, Perez needed a little bit more time. New car for him. To, but even like that, he's still, he's still up to speed now. And Bottas is driving better than Perez. We can see Currently. It Currently. Okay. So. Don't Stop. raise your hands at us, okay? Okay. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Paris is very good, but he's not better than Botas. So. He's not as quick as Botas because Botas yeah. is a better qualifier. And I'll tell you what. It's tough. Bro. He's a better qualifier. I think 
Perez has better race craft. Which one? He has better race craft. Perez. Okay, go ahead. Has better race craft. But there there it's not it's not that far apart. It's not like you can really tell the difference between both of them. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit him. He might say that. Okay? But I think Bottas has an advantage because Bottas has been under the Mercedes, you would say, umbrella longer than what Paris has been in Red Bull. You know, with the that perspective. Because remember, Paris is coming from Lotus, you know, Force India and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Both is coming from Force India. Lotus. I mean, from McLaren for to, to no, no. I'm, India. I'm talking about the. Let's get back. Both is coming from Williams. Yeah. Remember okay. Williams in the last couple of years, they just had a massive downfall. Yeah. But they were right there after Bottas left. Yes. You see, so how much adjustment did it take Bottas when he came when he no, came out? Not much. Not much. much. Perez coming to a totally different team. Okay. I don't know. Coming from Williams all the way to Mercedes. How much adjustment does Bottas need? In the car, the car's not going to change that much. They have the same engine. Between a Williams and a Mercedes? Yeah, but the Williams is judging as the Williams now. The Williams that was on top. Bottas was was putting it on the podium. Yeah. Yeah. At Williams. Okay, so Paris wasn't doing that for a second. That means that he was outperforming the car. And Massa was almost putting it on the podium, too. The year after. No, but look at the caliber driver Felipe Massa is. No, what I'm saying is just that Bottas is outperforming Paris to that point because he's been. On that car way longer than Paris has. So that's the reason why. I, I, I still say Paris is a better Do you think driver. that Paris is quicker than, than Bottas? No, it's, and not quicker on a one lap qualifying, no. Okay. But on the actual race, yes. Uh, yeah, I can. Uh, and, and I raised uh, my hand too, okay? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Only one. I'm not, I, I would have conceded, but I, I see your point. I see your point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, <laughs> Ferraris. Yes. We talked about Carlos Sainz earlier. Charles Leclerc, amazing race as well. They they almost battled each other the whole time there. I'm just happy. Let me okay. be happy, bro. Okay. The McLaren has just completely fallen off the face of the earth, right? I think that Lando himself has just been way worse Um, just driving the car. And then also the McLaren has... Just been an it's issue. It's just not there. No, it's just no. absolutely not there. And I think that was a horrible mistake by by Lando at the beginning of the race too. Yeah, to go all the way out wide. And I, no, no, it, he was doing good at that point, but when he came back into the field, it was too early to do it, and Sainz was still there, and just pretty much. Well, kudos to Lando. He still got the tenth place, regardless of that. Oh no, yeah, yeah. So he did get a point, but the McLarens overall were just weren't. They have this have been there the past three races. Correct. Um, past four races, I, I think it is. But ever since that, the... The upgrade. The upgrade. On Ferrari. Yeah. The the pace of the McLaren has dropped. And maybe they're... Maybe they might be better in the upcoming tracks that are coming now. Maybe in... in, in, What do you call it? Jedi Knights? Jedi Knights. Maybe they might be better there. But the Ferrari has shown pace in both tracks that are technical and fast tracks. So I... Pretty sure, unless something crazy happens, that third place in the constructors' championship is pretty much Ferraris, unless something crazy happens. There's still three races left in the season. Hmm. DNFs could happen. Yeah, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that could happen. I don't know, dude. Everything stays consistent. It seems that that Ferrari have, well, we we know that they have the better car. They have the third best car on the grid. Now, 
now. But things can happen. So you know that. Thirty-one and a half point lead from by Ferrari on McLaren. I just I don't know. I don't see. I really don't see um, McLaren coming back. Um, it's going to be a tough call. Yeah. Alpine double points finish right. So I want to mention this eight eighth place and ninth place. Four points for Ocon. Two points for Alonso. Pierre Gasly seventh place finish. Six points. Right now, AlphaTauri and Alpine tied at 112 points apiece in the constructors. This is just with one driver scoring. <laughs> Basically, this is it's absurd how much this guy. Is. So it's 112 points that they have. Pierre Gasly has 92. <laughs> <laughs> this has got to be like the biggest disparity between. The, yeah, I mean... Uh, in just proportion, really, because, like, okay, yeah, Valtteri is down by 100 and whatever, but... Alpine, Alpine's in it because Sonoda is not doing what he needs to do. Yeah. And, uh, obviously, he had an incident at the beginning of the race. And the first place also shot up, you know, Alpine yeah, all the way yeah, up. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But, listen, points are points, and yeah. obviously a victory is a victory. Well-earned victory at that, too, but... Um, but yeah, Sonoda is just hampering uh, AlphaTauri. That car should be up there. I mean, I and we said this at the beginning of the season. That there should have been a three-way fight for a third yep. between AlphaTauri, McLaren, and Ferrari. The AlphaTauri is definitely quick enough. That car is definitely quick enough. Imagine like Alex Albon in that car. Oh. Yeah, I mean that car. I was is, thinking, yeah, Alex Albon wasn't even in my mind. I was thinking about Kavia. <laughs> like, no, would Kavia would have scored so many points? I don't think so. No, no Kavia. No, no Kavia would have scored points too. But, but he, I think. Well, whatever. I think Albon would have been a better fit. Yeah, yeah. No, no, either absolutely. one of them would have scored more points than Sunoda. It's not, of course. Yeah, either one of them. They, but Honda, Japanese drivers. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, that that car definitely deserves to be in that battle for third. Um, we'll Sonora needs to step up because at least they at least need to secure that fifth spot. Absolutely. Anything else worth mentioning in this race over the weekend at all? I thought it was interesting to see Nikita Mazepin crying on what yeah, was, he was it, Friday. Disappointed, yeah. He was very disappointed with himself or the car. Uh. George Russell got beaten qualified. Yeah. Well, Latifi. new Mercedes driver, Nicholas Latifi, right? <laughs> <laughs> the new Mercedes driver. Yeah. They broke that contract. They, like, yep. ripped it up. We don't need this guy anymore. <laughs> Get this guy out of here. Yeah. So, yeah. I Who's mean, this uh, bum? <laughs> so, George Russell. That was the first time, because, too, no? It's because qualifying was on Friday. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's missing Saturday. <laughs> That's the first time too, right? Makes that's, sense. That's what it is. All right. Who, so who else? Who else? Are qualifying once? I'm uh, Robert, right? Could we go? I'm qualifying once. No, no, not even. Not no, even once. Nobody. Okay. The no, only person sold. that I qualified in was Bottas. Yep. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. His favorite driver. Uh, all right. What's up, my boy? Bottas. Bottas. Uh, all right. So news coming out of this race before we jump into the preview for uh, Qatar, as I say, Qatar. Hamilton was fine. We talked about that earlier. He uh, undid his seatbelt on the victory lap in Brazil. Uh, he was fine. I don't even know how much the fine was, but... It was a 5,000 5, euro fine. Yeah. And if Nothing. he does it again in the next... I don't know if it's three or six 5, months, euro, yeah. he'll get 20,000 euro fine. 
literal like okay here you go like, who actually pays attention to the stuff yeah. man like the, the well, listen, doing the seatbelt and all that stuff but if you look at the video by the time he comes to pick up the flag this bell is already <coughs> buckled way before that yeah listen uh, it's they gave him a fine it didn't affect the race result which is what we wanted it's important that people keep their seatbelts on uh, they are this is the pinnacle of motorsport of sport top driving category cool down laps doesn't matter, bro. There's still cars. Things happen. There's still cars. These cars, even though they look like they're going slow, they're still going close to 80, 100 miles an hour. Um, I don't even want to think what it would be to, like, lose Hamilton. Like, there's an accident. Yeah. And they have to set the example for the lower categories and all over motorsports. So, yeah, it is warranted. And and they got to have those fines in place. Because if not, then everybody will start. So coming soon, a fine for picking up a driver and giving a driver a ride when they break down. Yes. 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 I mean, yeah, yeah, that would, yeah. I mean, that would. dangerous. Yes. Yes. That would be it. What do you, what do you think? This action park, bro? (laughs) Come on, bro. Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) How about this one? We spoke about McLaren earlier. There were rumors out there that Audi was good. So the VW group is looking to find a way into back into Formula One. Uh, they've had an outsized voice for where they are right now in the discussions of what the next engine regulations are going to be to be able to have another manufacturer. Now there are rumors that they are that Audi will outright buy McLaren to just get in the get their foot in the door. McLaren has denied this. How cool would that have been, though? No, it's coming. You have to say it. Come on. What? When that's why with this. When I smoke this fire? Yep. I don't, yeah. Only but not here, man. I don't see it. The rumor comes out exactly after BW has like a board meeting and all that stuff. <laughs> a week after. VW has tons of money. Listen, yep. I mean, obviously, VW in their stable of of brands, they have Porsche. I think it's them and, and Fiat, the biggest. Uh, what? I think it's them and Fiat, the biggest. Yeah, uh, you have Porsche, Audi. Lamborghini, Volkswagen uh, itself, Bugatti. But we're talking about like performance brands. As far Dutch. as like race teams, you have and 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 not only like you know they've been successful everywhere they go. You have Porsche and Audi. Audi has obviously been super successful in in the endurance series. So has Porsche historically. Anywhere Porsche goes, you just they said tend two to different. Work. You said Porsche and now Porsche. Now Porsche and Audi. Okay. No, but I'm saying the, the you, said, saying you, you pronounce it two different, different ways. Positions. Porsche, Porsche, Porsche. Porsche I don't whatever. Know. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Potato, potato. Qatar, cutter. <laughs> 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 so I mean, listen, they and they've obviously been at the table for all the all the all the discussions on the new engine. Yes. What they wanted to get rid of, they're getting rid of, which was mm-hmm. the MGUH. Mm-hmm. Because it makes it less expensive and they can be more competitive. They want to be competitive off the bat. They don't want to have a works team. Mm-hmm. They want to come into a team that's already being competitive. Does McLaren make sense? Yes. But McLaren also has a road car division. And they have been very successful in the recent years as far as sales yeah. and brand recognition. And they get more and more. And they but get, are they making money? Well, listen. No. They, maybe they were at one point, but then the pandemic happened, and we don't know how. I mean, obviously, we don't know the technicality as far as financials, how it's affected them. Obviously, it has affected McLaren. They needed a loan, but they're making moves. They sold their building. 
Yeah, but they they sold their building, but they're renting it out. They still they still have access. A to reverse it. mortgage. Yeah, but you also see them, you know, uh, involved in IndyCar and other sports and and other uh, motorsports series. Why would they sell now? It doesn't make any sense to me. And because they need money, hmm? and they're they're a direct competitor with Porsche, but more with Porsche than that Audi than anything. But more Porsche because it's a supercar. I think this is gonna happen some other time. What that they're gonna that that yeah, gonna buy that them gonna, with McLaren? I doubt it. Doubt it, bro. Okay, they vehemently denied it. <laughs> so, so I'll Press take the word it. for it. I Press mean, it. listen. Are they? I think that they're eventually they're gonna make their way into F one the VW Group as either a mm-hmm. Porsche, either a Porsche branded, um, branded engine or a Audi branded engine, and maybe in the future they'll they'll have Buy a Sober. works team. But I don't see them buying McLaren, and plus McLaren is one of those like legacy legacy F one teams. And Williams, they got bought. Huh? And Williams? Williams. Yeah, but the thing is that Williams. The most successful team right behind yeah, Ferrari. But McLaren also McLaren, not only do they have the F one team, but they have a road car division and an applied technologies division that that is very successful in its own right. So again, that's a that uh, that's so tough to see. But I don't they're know why not making we would money. Do yeah, uh, and then now the the direction that F one is going in is that they want to make these Basically, friend, they want to make these franchises more valuable. These teams more valuable. So I don't, I don't see why McLaren would pull out now when everything is in their favor. Because they're not making money. That's it. Do you have proof of that? <laughs> they've, they've, they've been taking money. The loans they're taking in the past few years. They sold the building. I mean, you don't got no credit. They even take a take they, a mortgage. They don't have the, liquidity is what they need. That's exactly why they they got rid of the building so they can have liquidity. Liquidity, yeah. On that note, let's move on to the next one. F1 2021, the game, where I'm excellent. I, I am better than all the other drivers on the grid. Uh, they released an update. I don't know why you're playing games when you should be on the grid. Bro. I should be on the grid. <laughs> they released an update. Uh, Codemasters let's released start an update <laughs> to include the Jeddah Street Track uh, for the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix that's coming up. Go download it. Go play it if you have F1 2021. Um, it looks... Very, very tight. Looks narrow. Very tight. Like, more narrow than Singapore. Yeah. Not as narrow as Monaco, but more It's narrow. a fast track. Yeah. But it looks it looks narrow. And I don't know if people will be able to overtake. There's only, like, I only see two overtaking spots in Jeddah, which is turn two and turn, turn 23. I don't know. I'll check right Listen, now. That video that they posted on YouTube, whatever today, whatever they showed, to me the car was not slowing down anyway. Almost, yeah. <laughs> yeah the car was just that's flying. the whole thing. It's like they're it going. It was just like going side. Either side. that or the driver was cheating. There's no. He had the. <laughs> he was the, clipping through the walls. Yeah. Was just going it. <laughs> no, it's like he, he had the hundred percent help or whatever. Yeah. So he was just flying right through, and the computer was driving for him. Wow. It's like Wellington be playing. You know, Nico Rosberg, be, like he does on the video, mm-hmm. he does like the simulator before. So yeah, the I chicane, think that's pretty cool. So the 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 chicane that turned turned that one turn one two complex after the main straight and then you have some it's it's not a really a straight but it, it i mean those cars will be flat out uh and turn 27 which is the last corner which is almost like a hairpin that would those would be the only two overtaking spots the track is quick so you must qualify yeah the track is quick but it's a lot of twists and turns 
It's a lot of S's. Um, yeah, I don't. And, and it looks narrow in the game when all the video that we saw. So, so Max and Lewis are going to fly away with it. It looks like qualifying will be important. Followed by Bottas, forty second behind. But then again, we don't know. I don't know how. We don't really know how wide it is. It'd be good to see it on TV. Maybe it's. It'll be like. Uh, it has to be finished first, too. Hmm? It has to be finished as well. In real life, it's finished in the game first. Yeah. In real life, second. Maybe it'll be a that. virtual Grand Prix. Maybe. Awesome. I'm down. I'm down. All right. Uh, so, guys, we'll put it in the show notes so you can see the video. Download it on uh, F1 2021. Uh, just go check that thing out. Uh, and now, Cutter GP race preview. Ruben, you have some history somehow? It's not history in this track, but we got a couple of things, a couple of points. You know? Okay, okay. A couple of things that I... That I, I the got, Formula got One Uredu Cutter Grand Prix 2021. Oh. Uredu. What is that? I have no idea. Go ahead, Ruben. So this is the first time the Formula One is racing in this track. It's, prim- uh, it's mainly a, a MotoGP track. Mm-hmm. There's also some some auto racing going on here, but it's not the things like GP2 at one point. They came, they came and think the fastest lap was done by then by Hockenberg. But let's, let's, let's take it back. So the circuit was... The circuit was originally built in 2004. It was actually done in less than a year by a thousand workers. So, oh my god! Yeah, at a cost of 58 million dollars. It's uh, located just north of I don't know how you say that, Doha, D-O-H-A, Doha, Doha. Uh, the track is 5.38 kilometers, which is like three and three, three a third of a mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a pretty good main straight, very long. It has a, about thousand and something, thousand sixty-eight to be exact meters. Uh, it's surrounded by artificial grass that should prevent the sand from going on the on the track. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2007, uh, permanent lights were added to the track to hold night races, and at that time it was the largest permanent sport venue lighting project in the world until Jazz Marina Circus showed up. Uh, in 08 was the first ever as well uh, first night MotoGP race. Nice, and now we're here. We're having this race, then we're, they're coming back on a new track that's probably going to be built in less than a year as well, mm-hmm. with a thousand workers in 2025 or 2023. <laughs> when we come back, was well, 2023, 2025? 2023. So they got a year and a couple of months to do another track. So that, they're going to build a new track, I think, right? That's what they yes. say? Okay. Um, yeah. So Oradu is a Qatari multinational telecommunications company oh, okay. headquartered oh, nice. in Doha. Okay. By the way, I think this is the first race as well on the MotoGP calendar when they first start. And yes, it's, an, it it's not a bad it's not it a bad is. race. It is. But uh yeah, this this track suits more motorcycle racing than it does car racing. Uh, maybe I'll go watch a race. Or a race highlights at least. Mm, yeah. Predictions. Yancy, hit us off. We're doing the whole race or just qualifying? Whatever you want to do. However you want to shoot it. Um, but give them both if okay. you're going to do both. All right. Let's 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 do qualifying. We'll start from fifth to first. Um, fifth. We'll do signs. Fourth. Leclerc. Wow. Wow. No, I can't do that. I was going to say, forgot about McLaren completely? Yeah, no. But uh, McLaren's going to be below fifth. All right. I, uh, I'll say uh, I'll say fifth. Fifth Leclerc, fourth 
Perez, third, Bottas, second, Max, Verstappen for pole. I mean, um, uh, Lewis, I'm Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Max gets both first and second. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, in the race, I think qualifying is going to be extremely important. It's going to be much like when we see Monaco. Okay. Uh, that qualifying is important. There's not a lot. I don't think there's going to be a, very, a lot of overtaking on this track, um, because it's it's very it's a very narrow circuit. Um, the circuit, I believe, does may suit Red Bull better, but I think momentum is going to carry the day here with with uh, with Mercedes. So I think that the qualifying results will stay for the race. Okay, Ruben. Similar to what Yancy was saying, but I don't think it will be Leclerc fifth. I think it will be Norris fifth. No, oh. and then it will be Paris, Bottas, and I'll switch it up. It will be Lewis second, Max first on okay. the on qualifying, and it's gonna be pretty much just like this last race. It's gonna be a battle in the, in the front two. It will be tough. For Lewis to overtake Max, but Lewis is going to take the win. What makes you think that... Uh, and then Norris on the drop back, like he's been, you know, what's happening in McLaren, and Leclerc, you know, is going to come forward. <laughs> so, but what makes you think that the that the McLaren cannot qualify the Ferrari? Uh, just because, obviously, they've been disappearing the, the last few races, but it's just, I think Norris has it in him, and they're going to come back with some little, you know, energy to come, you know? It's his gut. Yeah. Fair enough. My gut. His gut. So, I'm gonna go in reverse order. I'm gonna say, I uh, do 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 due to the complex of turns in the uh, uh, I guess sectors two and three. We'll call it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call it uh, a Max Verstappen one, uh, Lewis Hamilton two, Valtteri Bottas three, Sergio Perez four. Right. Um, and I'm going to say, somebody that's been qualifying really well. Somebody that's been race performing really well. The great <laughs> Gasly. The great. Yeah, we're going to forget about Gasly. He, uh, remember, he out-qualified both Ferraris on Friday. Yes, he did. This guy has been great. But he's missed the number six. That's the reason why he's always been six, 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 six. In the race? No, no, I'm talking about also qualifying. He's no, been- dude. He's been Listen. killing it. No, I know, I know he has, but it's always been mainly physics, physics, physics. Let Wellington enjoy his Tony the great moment. The great, great, great. He's great. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he qualified fifth last on fr- fr- last Friday, but he ended up fourth uh, because of the penalty to Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Y'all qualified both Ferraris. That is, yeah, I think uh, that's a that's a good pick. That's a good pick. I don't think it'll happen, but I think it's I think pick. that the race is going to come down to strategy. Strategy. It's a it's a tight one to call. Like it's a toss up between Hamilton and Max. If I had to pick one, I'm going to go with Hamilton, right? Because winners how, are going to win. I wonder how the tire degradation is going to be. It's like it's like straight down the middle, three, 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 everything. Yeah, yeah. down force and blah blah blah. Um, uh, yeah, they're not. They're they're gonna use the suit C two, C three, C four. Uh, so, uh, Hamilton will win the race. Max second, Bottas third. Hamilton, uh, Mercedes pulling away in the constructors. Uh, Paris fourth, and I pick 
Carl, uh, Carlos Sainz to be fifth. So on that note, anything else you guys want to talk about? You know, one thing I did want to say. Uh, uh, I meant to say no, it I'm earlier. Still, I'm still seasoning that he did not put Leclerc in top fifth. In the, he did say Sainz in the fifth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, one thing that I've been thinking about, right? We spent a lot of time this season because of the crashes talking about the cost cap. I wish that we could see these numbers. I wish that they were a little more transparent, like they are in like the NFL. The reason I say that is Bottas went through six engines. Hamilton just got a new engine after taking already a, a penalty. Where are they in comparison? Because like, if it's me, right, and I see the performance of this new engine, I set every I new engine every race, blow, blow it up, just put another, because if there's no talk of the cost cap, why not just keep doing that if I'm Mercedes? I like the way Mercedes also has been finessing it because they've just been changing the ICU. ICE. ICE. Where internal combustion engine. Yeah, yeah, but then. Wait, wait. Right. If, when Red Bull does an engine swap, they do the whole thing. Listen, the, you're, you're talking about it because they're doing it for performance. And obviously, yeah, that, that play, does play a part. But we also saw Ricardo did retire this race because of a power issue. No, he had a uh, he cracked chassis. Oh, it wasn't Jeez. a power issue. It was a cracked chassis. Oh, it wasn't a power issue. Correct. Well, how did that happen, though? Well, we've know. seen Pajo. <laughs> <laughs> he must be driving to the Bronx. <laughs> to my so, house. He went to see Eddie. What we've seen traditionally, or in the last few years, is that Mercedes has had probably the most reliable package as far as an engine is concerned in the past, what, five years? Um, seven, eight. Seven, eight years. Um, I don't know if they've had to push the engine harder this year, and that is um, bringing out the flaws that they have in that engine, and they have to change it so much. But... To say that they're just doing it just because they want to be faster, I, I, I I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just yeah. saying that. What if there's no penalty as far as the cost cap? I just keep putting on a new engine, taking five place grid penalties, yeah, and passing everybody. everybody. The engine costs you, and how much money you got left in the cost cap yeah. to be taking all these engines? Like, yeah, I mean, listen, water. the the cost cap is is in place, and obviously they're gonna do their audits, but it might be too late for that. Um. Yeah, I wish they would be a little bit more transparent. You're right. But we know that his F1 is not a transparent, transparent sport. at all. At all. So okay. if you think that you're going to get that, I, I wouldn't see it. But Good luck on that. Yeah, it's, it's, um, but I think that they eventually they're going to have to somehow make it transparent in order for us as fans. Uh, to see that the cost cap is working and it's bringing the field closer together because at the end of the day, that's what you want. You want yeah. The reason why they're putting it in place is not just to bring down cost, is also to make the field a little bit more competitive and give an advantage to those that finish, you know, behind uh, you know, in the in the latter places, seventeenth and ninth, to give them more of an advantage going into the next year. Um, where they can develop the cars a little bit quicker so they can be more competitive and actually fight for podiums or even a victory uh, in every odd race. Um, but 
Yeah, it is a good question, but I'm pretty sure that the FIA is keeping an eye on it. No talks about it, though. Well, I mean, listen. This would go completely contrary to your point that if I had something against Mercedes, they would have brought it up by now. No, it's just that if there's just enough cost, enough cap for the cap room for them to mess around, mm-hmm. me personally, I'd turn up every engine, let it blow up, and just go to town. Whatever. Yeah, but I think that's what they're doing, though. I mean, a way to remember. Remember that. I mean, they do have these engine modes, and obviously they can't change it during the weekend. And that's what's pretty much happening. But they can't change it before. No, no, but meaning you have to leave the mode that you qualified on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But what I was saying is that once you enter the race week and once you entered qualifying, that's what you're keeping. Mm -hmm. But they do have the potential to bring it up a notch, which they've probably been doing, um, to bring it up a notch. And you can see it in their straight lane speed. Right. If uh, if you were to tell me, you know what, I think uh, Brazil looks good. I'll be able to overtake. Let me turn it up in Mexico to see if I could just do what I got to do. Just a practice thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and try and get as many points as I can, which we saw incredible pace. Yeah. Well, whatever. Guys. Well, it's tactics. Anything else, boys? Off to Qatar. Qatar. <laughs> Guys, um... Jump to start racing podcast on no, jump to start racing podcast on YouTube. Make sure to say hi. Uh, drop by, subscribe, give us a like if you can, comment, whatever you can do there to help us out. Um, we are on many podcast platforms: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Stitcher. At jump to start F one on Instagram and Twitter, come by and say hello. And uh, on that note. Guys, we'll see you next week. It's race week. Peace. Peace. Peace.